Hey, it's Tim here. Thanks so much for coming over to check out my new podcast, The Big Mouth. Before we get into today's episode, got a big favor to ask you. It's going to mean the world to me if you leave a star rating, you comment on the episode or share it with your friends. It'll help me out and help get The Big Mouth out there. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, it's that time of year again where we're coming out of the winter months of comfort, eating pizza on the couch in our trackies like bears out of hibernation. And despite the grey skies, summer is just around the corner. Yep, it's that time of year for outdoor events, tropical holidays and dusting off that swimming costume. Now, I'm all about loving the body that you're in, no matter its shape. I'd rather wear my curves and rolls with pride then feel too much pressure to Photoshop or filter the fuck out of my Instagram pics. But sometimes I do think it's probably easier to live this slobby way than to be a slave of the discipline required to maintain a model's physique. If you're anything like me and feeling anything but hot, confession, I have seriously let myself go over the last six months. And I say this with a laugh knowing that talking about weight is a bit of a touchy subject. But today I want to unpack the question. Do you need to look good in order to feel good? And how much does your physical appearance equate to positive mental health? And where's the line between self-love of looking good and self-torture of striving for that goal? I'm chatting with fitness coach, model, and fellow podcaster, Jackson Tippett, who is seriously ripped. Picture an eight-pack, tats and charm to kill. This guy's ridiculously good-looking. The stereotype that you either want to fuck or you want to fucking kill with envy because they were gifted by the genetic gods. Jackson has helped inspire thousands of people to transform not only physically but also mentally. So let's find out what he knows that I don't. If you feel like a misfit in a world full of pretenders, then I want to be your friend. Join me each week on the journey of not giving a fuck. So stop trying to fit in and stand out. You don't need to be perfect, you just need to get real. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Subscribe now for free to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Welcome to the Big Mouth, Jackson. <laughs> You're a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing funny. here because you are a good-looking man. <laughs> you, you hype me up a bit too much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all, all the girls and guys listening are going to be um, getting on Instagram and checking out Jackson. Um, but better... even your name is cool, mate. Where's, where's the name Jackson come from? Yeah, my parents are pretty unique in that way. Um, the old ex. I've never. I've only seen it on one other person, to be honest. But yeah, hopefully everyone can follow me off that intro. That's a. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. And I thought. Well, I'd see... you're the man that I want to talk to because I'm seriously I'm freaking out about hot girl summer just around the corner, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever looked my worst. I shouldn't say that because I don't want to sort of shame anyone in their in their appearance, but I should say I've never felt my worst in terms of I don't have much confidence in my physical appeal, which is a, a phrase that I read on your training blurb. What does that actually mean, confidence in your physical appeal? Um, so confidence within yourself, within yourself, within your physique, within your look, I suppose. So is it kind of like being able to jack off to yourself in the mirror <laughs> kind of confidence or like Not just... You take a photo on Instagram and you don't have to find the one that you're not muffin topping in. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not as far as jacking off to yourself. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, probably just like, you know, when you just walk, when say a good example is like when you go to the beach, you take your top off. Are you confident to, you know, walk in front of everyone? Like, are you confident or are you like, what are they fucking thinking of my bitch tits and my gut? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. You know what I mean? But like, I think, yes. I've even had it where, like, you just don't feel confident. You just you feel so soggy. You just want to like clothe up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. Like what you're saying, um, you feel soggy. My goals are: I just want to feel the energy. I don't want to feel sluggish. I want to be able to get out of bed and not feel like I don't know. It's you know what? We had a fancy dinner the other night, me and my partner, and I haven't worn a suit in a couple of years, and I've got about six to ten suits that I dusted off, not a single one fitted. Not a single one bloody did up the buttons. What? And I'm like, shit, What have Tim, you been this doing? Is... Oh, I don't know. Nothing really. Like nothing. Oh, do you know what it is? I've aged. I've, I've reached my late 30s. That's what it is. My metabolism. It's not like I'm eating <laughs> any worse now than ever. I just, I don't know. My body just doesn't. I can't just have the macas that I usually do. I can't just kind of not do the exercise. I mean, I, I, I haven't been exercising. Yesterday, I got up and I, I did a run. I downloaded a running app and I did two kilometres. I thought, I felt good. I That's actually good. really did feel that feeling of like, it's energy, isn't it? But like how much of that is endorphins? How much of that is sort of like pride of, of, of achieving something? I guess I guess it's a bit of both, hey? Yeah, well, like I, I started training and doing fitness, obviously just based off the image. That's all I cared about. Um, yeah, we can even like dive into, you know, how I took steroids and all that if you want, but yeah, I was going to ask because I, I read an article you've been quite open about in the past. Um, you were using steroids and I wanted to find out like what sort of led you down this path that I guess most people in the fitness industry would, would say it's cheating, isn't it? It's sort of like the shortcut method. How would you get out of that to, to then do the hard work if you if you know the easy way? I'm pretty straight up raw. Like I literally got it into it because mm. of social media and comparing myself to others. And that's, wow. that's basically it. Like I just wanted yeah. to 
you know, I wanted to look the best. I wanted people to be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, when I walked down the street and I didn't think about anything else in life. I didn't think about health related issues, side effects, how it was going to be for my mental health when I came off. All yeah. of these things. So, did your penis shrink? <laughs> no, only a little bit, but <laughs> did it? <No. laughs> oh my god! I'd rather be fat than have a small dick. <laughs> oh, you're funny as fuck. Does it grow back? <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't. Honestly, shrink it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have heard that's a bit of a myth. But I, I've heard that your balls do shrink. Yeah, no, I was just about to say that. That's actually true. Um, but wow. that's like it's like anything. You you got to be literally abusing this shit. And being on it for yeah. years on end for okay. something like that to happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like you yeah. just you just do a quick a cycle, you know, for ten weeks yeah. and your your dick's half as half as long. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, you were saying like the the draw to do it was the comparison with with other guys. Do you think that there's a lot of guys that are struggling with that? I mean, my for you page on TikTok and and Instagram is just a lot of really fit guys and I don't follow any really fit guys, but there's kind of shoved down my face and you can't help but think, wow, that, that guy is a lot better looking than I am. Yeah. It's not a positive motivator of change, is it? But how do you, how do you stop the comparison um, that, that's negative and makes you feel bad about yourself and might make you want to do quick fixes like steroids? Um, how do you use that motivation in a positive way to make you want to make the changes in your own life that are sustainable? I think it, it wasn't even about comparing myself at the end. It, the reason I got off was literally just the side effects. So the fact that my health was fucked, like my liver and really? kidneys and my heart, like I would have been dead in five years, like nowhere to lie. Wow. And the relationship with my, my friends and my family was not like yeah. now. Like I, I wouldn't have done a podcast with you for an example. I wouldn't have. I <laughs> no. I'm being straight up. Like I was yeah, so yeah. arrogant and ego that I just yeah. Like and obviously you've got a following, but I'm just saying I wouldn't have. I just didn't care for anyone. I didn't. I wasn't yeah. the same person. So wow, with, okay. with that, the health related issues and the fact that I was so close to going to jail. I was just like, I have to throw this out the window and focus on health and longevity. So that was it. Wow. Yeah. It's like any addiction, like in the past when I've kind of been buried in a bong in an ex-relationship, you don't care about other people. You don't. There's something quite um, selfish about an addiction that your goals are just about fulfilling that need and you don't really want for anything else and anybody else's wants or needs are not your priority unless it's involving that habit that you've got. So, yeah, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to lie. I was getting off steroids and actually being able to stay off while still training yeah. with all my mates that, you know, there's a lot of my mates that are still use gear. I, I train yeah. at, you know, a gym that guys are just, they're, they're all big. Like, I'm not going to lie. And yeah. it was fucking hard. Like, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Like, I actually went cold turkey straight after I finished my court case where I didn't go to jail. Wow. And then I, I went a little bit, I think, I think it was like a month off the top of my head. And yeah. then I was, I just put in a little bit back in me because I just literally like the body dysmorphia, the way I was yeah. feeling my libido, it was all fucked. So I'd put it back in. 
I think I did that six to seven times before yep. I've actually come off like, and I have not touched wow. the thing. So yeah. it's like any drug addict, you know what I mean? It's like you see, you see like an ice addict and they're, they're in and out of rehab all the time. Like mm. they, they come mm. clean and then they're back on. And that's literally what it was like. It was really hard. Oh, I have so much sympathy for anybody who's going through that or any family friends or, or loved ones of someone who is struggling with addiction. Until I went through that and, and came off substances myself, I, I didn't know how hard it is because you have to get to a place of rock bottom to to want to give up that thing. It's so I've, I've likened at the moment I'm, I'm trying to quit vaping and every now and again <laughs> I'll go out and, and I'll someone will offer me a vape and I have a vape and then it's a few days of vaping. It's like, fucking hell. I, I liken it to a dummy for an adult. It's like Dude, a baby that wants their dummy. It's just like this this little thing that you want that just soothes you. And we're grown adults, and whether it's a vape or it's a Tim, injecting something. That is so <laughs> funny you just said that. I have I am like hooked on vapes right now. And yeah, it is. I think a lot of people are. I'm, I'm like, I think it's really underestimated. I'm literally looking at my vape as I speak to you. Like, <laughs> Should, I'll give you a vape break it's, because um, I know what it's like. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding it actually really hard to stop. It's really weird. You know what I mean? I still don't like being a addiction in anything is not good. Do you agree? Like, you know, I agree. Yeah. I, I really, well, I'm kind of, it's funny that, you, yeah, you bring this up because only recently I, um, I had a really, a really great weekend away with my friends, and and we were drinking a lot, and and usually I'd I'd feel a bit of guilt or shame the next day, but it was all really positive vibes and and like good people and like bounce back that week. That I thought there's got to be room for moderation. I think, um, obviously with illegal substances and harmful substances, like but we're talking about vapes, we don't even know how harmful they are, yeah. but. I, I don't think it's as easy as saying just flat out cold turkey can't do it. Like there's got to be room in life for some balance, for some guilty pleasures. Like yeah, what? I I'm actually the same. Like because I I like when I went down you know that dark path and then I spiraled out and stopped. I just I actually cut everything out. I went like I did you? To the point yep. where I was like, wow, if I drink alcohol, like I. Like this is gonna ruin my health. Like I was that like yeah. like health related, and then I was like, yeah. I did that for like a year or two. Didn't do anything. Like didn't go out. Like was so health related. Just worked, did podcasts, and then I was like, you know what? Like there is like you need balance. Like I was going insane mm. in the head. I was like, mm. I don't want to go out and get trashed every weekend, but like if I go out and I vape or I have a drink once a month or I have a line, like <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's, I think that's normal and that's needed in life. Everything in moderation, that saying, I think I, I kind of understand it a little bit now and, you know, and only you can know what your own like limits are and when you're, I don't know, the line of crossing over into you're abusing something. I, Maybe it's in in why we do it. If it's if it's with socialising and it's about celebrating or connecting with people, um, there's positives in that. But I treat I it. If, um, I treat it like what I say to my clients when I give them a like a diet and a training plan. Is um, if I go give you right now a diet tonight and it's just literally chicken broccoli, and that's it. How yeah. long are you going to stick with that for before you go insane in the head? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you could do it. Like you could probably do it for four weeks, but you'd be fucking over it. And what yeah. I give my clients is yes, they still eat, say they're eating four meals a day, two to three of them are, they're kind of that type of meal where it's meat and vegetables, but you yep. need that either dessert or that morning or that little snack where it's something sweet or it's something they enjoy. So then they don't just yeah. fucking binge every weekend. And that's what it's about. Yep. It's just about balance. The reward thing. Yeah. You know what I went and bought this week? A big giant cabbage. I've heard that just like <laughs> cabbage soup is the way to lose weight. Oh. Don't ask my boyfriend about gas because I've been farting like a trooper. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm bored of cabbage and it's only like day two and it's probably not healthy. But, but I'm, how, do you, how do you do it? How do you change your lifestyle? Is it about people talk about the small habits? Like you just do change one thing or 1% or whatever it is and then over you've changed your life or is it about goals like sort of thinking about why you want to change the motivation and intention behind will will kind of make you want to reach these goals yeah so honestly i think it's a bit of both but it's definitely the first like you need to um i, I say to my clients that you can't go from for example sit, sitting on your ass you know every single day like not moving like an office job mm and eating, you know, three packet takeaway meals a day to yeah. eating six clean meals and doing one hour weight session, a one hour run. You're not going to go from that extreme to that in a day. So I yeah. just literally, it's all just about small starts. So if you say you haven't been exercising, right. you know, just nothing intense, just go for a 40 minute walk in the morning, just walk yeah. and just get steps in, get movement before you eat anything. And then yep. what I'd say is if you're eating three shit meals, just eat two shit meals, but then try and make one meal or one snack that's just a little bit healthier. And then you just slowly each week, you just make another small adjustment. And that's all it is because then it doesn't feel like it's hard and it's a pro like a, a boring process. Okay. So this is what I'm I'm kind of doing on my own. I, I have had a personal trainer in the past, but I was like, I'm not ready for that yet. That might be a month away. I thought I'm going to set myself the goal of going on a two kilometer run every second day. I'm going to try and work that up to a 5k run. And then I'm going to try and eat pretty clean. Um, so no takeaway meals, no, like I do a lot of home cooking. Yeah. So yeah, like meat and veg, but cutting out carbs is that the right idea or the wrong idea? <laughs> I've heard so many different opinions. And I guess it's different for you because you're the size of a bloody rhinoceros <laughs> and I'm just like an overweight giraffe. <laughs> but, like, I don't really care. I can't put on the muscle mass because I'm not at the gym, but I don't care if I'm skinny now. Like, growing up, I hated being skinny. I actually really, like you were saying, you compare yourself to the other guys. A lot of my sorts of sense of masculinity was based in how – strong I was physically. And so I've spent a lot of my life, I guess, wanting to be physically bigger. Now I'm bloody fat and I'm kind of like, okay, I, I, maybe I'll just go skinny. So I'm cutting out the carbs, but do you reckon I have heard that that doesn't, that just slows down your metabolism and you end up storing more fat. So I'm kind of, it's so confusing. It's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. One person tells you this, one person tells you that. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so many myths out there. But yeah, like I, it's the exact same as a diet. Um, carbs, they're not, they're not bad at all. It's just in moderation. 
Um, like mm. obviously if you're having like a heavy, you know, if you're having bread, all of those meals, you know, like a couple of slices, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to put on body fat. But if you're having one piece of toast in the morning and the other meals don't have carbs, you're fine. I think you just need to have like just a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just okay. Moderate so a bit it. Like, for don't energy. have every meal with carbs, but don't yep. have no carbs. Like I think you just need a little bit just for your brain function and fuel and just day to day energy. Yes, I've been so tired today. Are you, know you I made last are night? Are you actually just eating cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had lentils last. Oh, that's, I'm a mess. That's why you're gassy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like, I'm like, we're going away on this holiday in a month's time to New Zealand. And I just, I, I want to kind of try and speed up something in what, two weeks. Can I lose 10 kilos? I'm, this is really bad, isn't it? Me even discussing this. What I'm trying to get across for everyone listening is that when you kind of in this state, you feel really helpless and you don't know what the right method is. And I'm trying to get to the bottom of, is there one thing that I can remind myself on this journey of health fitness of wanting to look good, that that's not guilty. I shouldn't feel guilty that I want to look better because it'll, help me feel better, but there is shortcuts along the way. And there's this sort of, um, there's mistakes. Like I, I even bought a bloody scales from Kmart and I, all day yesterday I was jumping on them like every, every few hours. <laughs> that's, because that's the worst thing to do ever. <laughs> that's what my housemates kept saying. They kept saying that. And I'm like, it's just math. Like by the, so in the morning I was 92.5 kilograms. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get down to that down to 92. I swear I did a poo that was about a kilogram at one point. And I thought I was like 91. And I was like, hang on a minute. I've already beat my goal for the day. And I was cheering. <laughs> and by the end of the night, I was 92.8. Oh, my God. I put on 300 grams the whole day. Dude, that... Why can't you measure yourself throughout the day? Like what? What? what's the correct rate? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's... um. <laughs> Yeah, the reason is because you're consuming fluid, you're consuming food, which volumizes you, and mm. you also, with the cortisol through the day, you automatically hold more weight by the end of the day. So, right, like no matter what, I tell all my clients, if you're going to weigh yourself, it's always like literally first thing in the morning, naked, <laughs> and without yeah. anything in you, like not even a sip of water. And then it's the same okay. accuracy every time, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can but do that. I just find weighing you, like I just, I just go by image. Like I just find weight yeah, well, so, it fluctuates with hormones and. Okay. That's what I was going to ask because I've, I've heard over the years, like muscle obviously weighs more than yeah. fat. So if you are in the gym, um, and you're going to be putting on muscle, your weight's going to go up. Um, and that you should what measure yourself by how you feel, by, by like you said, your, your image and maybe your pants size. If I can fit back into my suits, that's when I'll know I've reached my goal. Yeah, like I actually have so <laughs> many clients that, and you you probably wouldn't be this because you're not in the gym, but they lose a lot of fat and like they get a lot leaner, but they're mm. heavier at the end of the transformation because they've put on lean muscle. Like, yep. I just, you can't go by weight. Like, as if you're, as you said, if you're fitting into the suit and you can see a little bit of fat coming off the stomach and you feel better, that's, that's mm. progress. That's all you need to know. 
like, do you think um, for someone who is wanting to lose weight like myself, is um, a bit of cardio enough or do I need to be doing lifting some weights, like joining a gym or buying a little home setup? Can I just do some sit-ups and push-ups at home? <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are you oh, it's, just, it's just funny how you're saying it because I deal with this stuff every day. Um, <laughs> no, it's, honestly, you don't actually need to go to the gym. I have so many clients. There's so many girls out there that they just – it's just a bit of cardio, but it's clean eating, and they look incredible. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be in the gym. You're better off going for a run as much as you can and just eating somewhat yeah. clean. Okay, well that yep, yeah, that's good. And that's I'm gonna, what I was um, thinking. Okay, so I'm not totally off. This podcast, so I'm going to be um, keeping you accountable. So I'm going to yes. every morning. I'm going to say, where, "Where's the check-in pics?" And <laughs> yeah. you want the check-in pic of me naked <laughs> nah, doing a weigh-in? It's like Biggest Loser, the sexiest <laughs> version. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep you accountable, but no, okay. I like that, and I guess that's what a lot of goal setting is about, isn't it? Accountability, whether it's to a personal trainer, to a friend, family member, but most importantly to yourself, isn't it? Because it's, it is really easy to lie to yourself, yeah, isn't it's it? it's the easiest thing. Like everything, it's <laughs> all, like I do it all the time. Like it's, do you know what I mean? But you can't lie, like it, to lie to yourself, it's just so fucking easy and we all do it. Mm, but it catches up on you, doesn't it? Like, you know, you're not living um, your, your best. Like you're not living your full potential, you're cheating on yourself, really. Yeah, 100%. You, like as a byproduct, like everything that you do or what you look like, it's all based on you. Like you can't be like, oh, make excuses or, you know, say this or that. Everything you do in life, you know, not even fitness-wise, like if you want to be successful or you want to go get this job or whatever it is, it's on you. Mm. It's not fucking on anyone else. Like you have to put in the work regardless in any situation absolutely yeah it's and, true and you've got no one else to blame really if you haven't done that first step of putting that's in work. what people do they just they blame others and they blame situations yeah. but it's just on you at the end of the day how are you feeling now like when you have that voice in your head saying oh you're not as good as the people around you or or i don't know you're not there yet i'm like what? What do you remind yourself of when you have those those moments? Well, first of all, I don't have that voice because I'm better than what I was. So I'm better because yep. I'm helping people now. I treat people better. Um, I'm healthier. I'm going to live longer. So yeah, that doesn't even enter my mind. But then if I do, you know, something enters my mind, like I see a mate, he's fucking really strong and jacked, and I'm not at that level anymore. Um, yeah, I just look at how far I've come and like, you know, the fact yeah. that I'm not like fucked and I'm not maybe going to jail and I'm not fighting with my yeah. parents and family. And like, I just feel so much better in the head. Like it's not even funny. Like any drug, it changes your chemical reaction. And I don't care what anyone says, yeah. like anyone that's on drugs, they're a different person if they get off. And I just think that's yeah, like, absolutely. The, I don't know, like, it's just so good to just be a fucking vibrant, good, healthy person. And that's mm. all I need. Like I'd mm. rather that over anything. Yeah. And I guess you're measuring yourself to yourself. You're not kind of comparing with, with others. Yeah. And if, it's actually funny. If like, you're your best ever, self, ever you're winning. I've down, like I downsized and just looked more health related, not like jacked and all of that. Mm. Um, 
like it, it's boosted my work. It's boost like people people yeah, like wow. it better. It's just a more general appealing yeah. look. Like I'm not not gonna lie. Like yeah, it was cool being absolutely ripped and you know twenty kilos yeah. heavier, but it's not actually that appealing to the general population. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's let's unpack that because it's funny. I always laugh with one of my housemates. She's my best friend. Like we we check out dudes together, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's hot. He's a he's a gorilla. He's huge. <laughs> he's muscly. And she's like, yuck, Tim. He's like, and I just think it's really funny. I guess a lot of gay guys are probably striving for that appearance, but a lot of girls, I think, aren't that concerned with their partners. Physique? Do you find that, or was it? No, like one hundred and ten percent. I um, I think more like the girls that have their heads screwed on and a business mm. savvy and classy, if that's what you want to call it. You know, I don't mm. think they care whatsoever what you look like in terms of how big your muscles are, or you know, obviously they're mm. not going to date someone that's fucking you know fifty kilos overweight. But I, mm. I just don't think they care. I think just how you treat the person so how the man treats yeah. that girl and you know if he's successfully driven and he's got a good job and all that that that's all that matters it's not literally about how you look because yeah mm. I, I just don't think about that at all I, like mm. yes it's it's you get that physical like that five second attraction when you you see someone for a glimpse and it's like oh fuck they look good but in terms of like being with a partner and dating them or being together for the rest of your life, it's not mm. about the fucking look. And isn't it funny how you said, like, girls are mostly concerned with whether guys are treating them right, and you said that you treated people better now that you've got a healthier like lifestyle, mind, body. I guess that that is coming back to the original question, um, how much feeling confident in what you look like equating to mental health, it, it does it does have a have a relationship. Like when, when you're feeling good, looking good, you're treating other people good. Yeah, that, that is proof in the pudding that when you're looking good and you're feeling good, it, it kind of ripples out into your other relationships. Yeah, I agree. Like it's it's best to, you know, how you treat people, but obviously still look good, but don't be obsessed with it where it takes away, mm. you know, your ego or the fact of all of that stuff. Mm. So like try work on yourself the best you can and eat healthy and exercise, but don't let it like get to the point where it's obsessive and all that's all you care about is your look. Um, I think once you've got, you know, uh, just a nice look and then it's how you treat people. I think that's ticking the boxes. Do you find that people judge you? I mean, I did. I did. Looking at your page, I'm like, yeah, I, I know this type of guy, which I don't. I don't know the first thing about you until, like, I'm chatting with you now. I can tell you a decent dude. But do you think that it actually is a bit of a curse or or sometimes people stereotype you like a guy from the Gold Coast, fit, tats, good looking? Yeah. It's... Yeah. Do, do you come across that a oh. bit, that people are judging you based on, on your cover, like oh, what you look like? 100%, man. Like every, every single day. Like it's more than you would even believe. Like even just walking to Woolworths and Coles. Wow. And just like, like I, I was literally walking in Coles before and like I was, I was walking straight and then a mum and her daughter were walking towards me, like to walk out. Yeah. And literally like saw me and like fully grabbed the kid like 
to wow. like as if I was literally like about to steal her. And I was just, yeah. I just smiled and I just like, you know, walked in. It's just funny because yes, it's very fucking hard because I'm not that person, but then yeah. you also can't get upset with it because when someone does have a chat to me, like, and they actually get to know me, I'm the complete opposite. So it's like, yeah, why am I getting so much build up and getting so much, um, you know, fucking hate over what people think of me? when it's not me, but then Mm. it's also hard because it's like, you just know you're not that person. And then when someone's saying something to someone else, like, Oh, you know, he's a drug addict or look at him. He's still on steroids. And it's like, it's all just false info. It can get to your head. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever regret getting the tats or no, I don't, I don't, it's not, you know, it is what it is. And it's who I am today. Um, and yeah. I don't regret doing steroids because if I didn't do them, I'd probably be still on them right mm. now. And I just believe everything yeah. that you do in life, everything happens for a reason and brings out something outside of that. So like if I didn't do steroids and get off it and nearly go to jail and all of this, mm. I wouldn't be speaking mm. about it now and helping people and all of that type of stuff. And yeah, you know, if absolutely. I it becomes part of your story, 100%. doesn't it? That that then helps others. What helped you? You then can same help with others. the ink. Like, yeah, there's some days like I I wouldn't mind not having ink, but like, it's also contributed to like I obviously love them, and it's contributed so many like opportunities with modelling that where modelling likes more tattoos, mm. and so yeah, I can't get into a lot of places, but it's definitely boosted things, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. With you changing your lifestyle and, and, and not doing drugs and, and, and crime even as well, I guess there'd be some people in your life that were mates that haven't made the same choices in their own life. How did, were those relationships affected? I guess I'll share from my own experience last year when, when I decided to clean up my lifestyle, I lost a bunch of friends that just walked out on my life because I I wasn't judging them. They just the party was over. I wasn't going to partake in the fun that they were doing. And it made me really question, oh, what was the friendship actually based on? But it's really sad because I miss those people in my life. Is it something that you've experienced where you you had to change your whole social circles or how can you still be friends with someone that's not making the positive lifestyle choices that you've decided to well, make? Well, they're not your real friends and that's all you got you got to think yeah. about is like, I don't hate anyone. I don't have, I wish everyone the best, but if, if I was hanging around that old crowd and, you know, that was peering me on to inject steroids and, you know, be, mm. be egoish and not give a fuck about anyone. Mm. How, how are they my true friends? Because that's not the person that I actually want to be. So you just got to leave it. You got to just remove it, wish them the best and just don't keep in contact. That's it. Everything yeah, right. is your, I say it in life, everything is who you surround yourself with, who you talk to on a day-to-day basis, who you look at, what you listen to. Wow. Everything is that. Like if you're not happy with your life and you're scrolling Instagram and you're fucking looking at all of this stuff and then you're going out and, mm. you know, shooting up with fucking guys and this is this is the reason why you're not happy. You, you got to change mm. your circle and associate with people that you want to be like and that it's that's everything, man. When I remove my circle, my whole life changed. Yeah. Wow. That's good advice. It's, it's hard yeah. though, and because I, a lot of people go, oh, what if they 
talk shit or what if they hate me or what if this you can't think like yes. that. Yes. Oh my god, this is something that I really struggled with was the narrative that those people chose to talk about me. And I like I think it's it's a common case that when someone does you wrong, they will always say to everybody that it was you that did them wrong because they're never going to admit that they were a bad friend to yeah. you. And you don't have any control over that narrative anymore. And I, it was a big part of me letting go was saying, oh, like, I know they're going around talking shit about me or, like, you want to wash your hands clean of it, don't you? If they're, if they're not a good influence in your life, then just stay away because they'll just drag you down like a sinking ship. They, they cling together. Yes. Oh, I see it all Ugh. the time. Like, that's one of the biggest things I speak about is, you know, people aren't happy with their lives. And then I ask them, you know, just just things about their circle. And that that's it. Like, it's yeah. automatically, that's the reason why. So, wow, it's powerful, yep. but it's so simple too at the same time. Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't, like, it's... Yeah. It, you're not slaving away yeah. at the gym. You're just looking at who your friends it's are. Just, yeah, it's so simple. I just wish more people would realize that. Yeah, and I, I guess it's it's great thinking about like the impact that it has on on your physical health, your mental health, the lifestyle choices that you're making. Um, yeah, look around you. It's not just about the food that you're putting into the body. It, it's it's the energy of of what you're scrolling. It's the it's the voices of the people in your life that so-called friends that might not be encouraging you to make those positive like, choices. Like that's just as important as the food. That you're putting in. Like I give another really good example. When I log yeah. into my app, you know, Instagram, social media, anything, TikTok. It's not toxic. It's who you follow and associate with and look at on a day-to-day basis Mm. through your phone. So if you're not happy with everything you feel like it's just negative and you're comparing yourself when you log on Instagram, Mm. unfollow these people and follow the people that they check in on you and they're they're not posting negative shit and all of that. So it's it's in your control once again. If you if you're not happy, unfollow. But there's there's a way to fix it just like outside of life. If you're not happy, remove the friends. It's so simple. Mm. Well, like I, I feel as though I started this conversation thinking it was just going to be as easy as buying some cabbages <laughs> and going for a run. But I guess when you're considering about um, feeling good about yourself, it's a lot bigger scope, isn't it, at looking at some other lifestyle influences that are maybe stopping you from reaching your goals. Yeah, it's so much more than just diet. And this is what I tell my clients. It's actually believing in yourself also. A lot of people don't believe in themselves. So yes. I have yep. so many ladies that come to me and they just they just don't believe that they can do it. And if yeah. you can tap into yeah. that person's mindset and make them believe that they actually can achieve it, they're already halfway there. I love that. Okay, saying to myself, Tim, believe <laughs> it. Hot girl summer, it's coming. Affirmation. Yes. <laughs> You've got I this. Got my, I got there. <laughs> I'm going to keep you accountable. Oh, cheers, Jackson. <laughs> All right, if anybody's listening uh, that wants to get in touch with you, maybe is starting off on their fitness journey or, or, or is interested in what you're doing, how can people get in touch? Yeah, thanks, brother. Um, just through my Instagram, I am Jackson Tippett. And yeah, just send me a DM. I'll get, I pretty much get back to everyone. Hopefully you got something out of this and yeah, that's, that's pretty much why we do these podcasts. You know what I mean? Oh, legend. Thanks, man. This is the big mouth with Tim Dormer. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode and leave a comment. Give me a star rating. It all helps get the big mouth out there. You can follow me on socials at Tim Dormer and join the big mouth conversation. Hashtag the big mouth. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.